and the seagull says to me, they thought their feathers were looking a little dull. So I says to her, well, you're just fishing for compliments, girlfriend. <laughs> hey, did y'all hear the one about the beach who didn't want to get married? But yeah, she didn't want to be tied down. <laughs> oh, here comes Betty. Thanks for the time, y'all. Hey, Bubbles. Thanks for holding down the fort for me. I got stuck in some traffic. There was a shipwreck on the seaway. Well, don't you worry your pretty little head, Betty. Or uh, your pretty big head, as it were. We were having a fine old time down here in the famous underwater studio, weren't we, folks? <laughs> Great to hear it. Let's get this show on the ocean road. Welcome back, sailors and swimmers, to another fact and fun-filled episode of Tales with a Whale, starring your humble marine biologist slash game show host, me, Betty the Blue Whale. Now, if you're a regular listener of our programs here at Go Kid Go, you'll know me from those epic underwater adventures on Whale of a Tale with those terrific twins, Xevia and Atlas. But now, I've got my own show, where we talk all about the things in the ocean. And because it's Friday once again, it's time for another brain-busting installment of the Weekly Underwater Quiz Fest. This is the regular feature on the show where we look back on all the cool stuff we learned on this week's show and test your knowledge of how much you remember. Make sure you keep score because at the end, we hand out titles. And every week is a new chance to shoot for that coveted title of Master of the Sea. All right, everyone, let's dive right in. Question one, what is the biggest porpoise in the world? A, the doll's porpoise, B, Stanley's porpoise, C, the giant porpoise, or D, the purple porpoise? The answer here is A, the doll's porpoise. The doll's porpoise can measure up to seven feet long. Not quite blue whale size, but they're still pretty big. The smallest of all the porpoises is called a vaquita and measures only four feet long. That's so cute. Moving on to question two. What is the name of a purple sea urchin's mouth? A, the maw. B, Plato's light bulb. C, Aristotle's lantern. Or D, it's just called a mouth. The answer here is C, Aristotle's lantern. The name of the purple sea urchin's mouth is called Aristotle's lantern after the philosopher who discovered that the five teeth-like plates that make up the mouth looked a lot like the five-sided horn lanterns they used in his day. I wish blue whale mouths had a fancy name like that. <laughs> we just call them mouths. All right, question three. What is it called when unchecked populations of purple sea urchins eat a whole kelp forest? A, an urchin problem. B, an urchin emergency. C, an urchin town. Or D, an urchin barren. Answer here is D an urchin barren. Urchins love to eat kelp, and when their natural predator, the sea otter, isn't present, 
the population of the sea urchin goes unchecked, and they feast on kelp forests until there's nothing left. But we can't really blame the sea urchin for wanting to devour their favorite food. But we should always make sure that we preserve the balance of the ocean's ecosystems to prevent things like urchin barrens from becoming a major problem. Moving on to question four. Where did killer whales get their name? A, from sailors who saw them hunting whales. B, from sailors who saw them committing crimes. C, from sailors who asked them their names. Or D, from the phone book. The answer here is A, from sailors who saw them hunting other whales. These Spanish sailors named the killer whale Asesina Ballena, which means whale killer. But along the way, the name got flipped, and now they're known as killer whales. But we prefer to call them by their real name, which is the orca. How's everyone doing so far? I bet you're doing great. Let's keep going with question five. A killer whale or an orca is actually a what? A. A dolphin. B. A porpoise. C. A whale. Or D. A dentist. The answer here is A, a dolphin. While orcas are often referred to as whales, they are actually the largest of all the dolphins. And while they do have teeth, I don't think any of them have ever aspired to be a dentist. Question six: The Red Sea is home to an amazing number of fish. How many reef fish species live in the Red Sea? A, nine hundred. B. 500, C, 100, D, over a thousand. The answer here is D, over 1,000. Scientists are still discovering new species that live in the Red Sea, but they're sure that there are more than 1,000 living there today. And of that number, around 10% of them are endemic to the Red Sea, which means you can't find them anywhere else on Earth. Okay, folks. Last question. Are you ready? <laughs> of course you are. Let's do this. Question seven. What is special about the Red Sea? A. It's the saltiest sea on the planet. B. It's the northernmost tropical sea. C. It sometimes takes on a reddish hue. Or D. All of the above. And the answer here is D. All of the above. The Red Sea is the saltiest true sea on the planet, at 3.6 to 4.5 percent salinity, higher than the Pacific Ocean. And the reddish hue comes from the red algae that occasionally overblooms, causing the sea to look a little red. But normally, it is a gorgeous turquoise color, just like any other tropical sea. Okay, friends, time to add up your scores. If you scored one to three points. Then great job! You've earned the title of Junior Underwater Explorer. If you earned four to five points, then guess what? You're officially a leader of the deep. And if you scored six or seven points, well, then take a bow. You've earned the rank of Master of the Sea. Well, I'll get that Master of the Sea title one day. But it's leader of the deep for me to die. I like the enthusiasm, Bubbles. Hard work always pays off. But everyone's a winner in my book just for playing. 
Thanks for joining me, folks. And remember, if you're looking for more amazing adventures, be sure to check out all the exciting offerings from Go Kid Go, wherever you get your podcasts. So long and happy swimming. Woohoo! Go Kid Go.